This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. You are listening to the new Blue Review with me, Benji Shulman. And I'm happy to say we have online uh, with us uh, Rob Hutchinson. He is our parliamentary correspondent. Rob, how are you doing? Very well and yourself, Benji. I'm doing absolutely Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, so, Rob, uh, we are coming to the end of the parliamentary year. When, when does Parliament close for the year? Uh, it closes on Friday, I think it is. Okay. Um, some parts of Parliament are already in, in recess. However, there are a few, a few matters still hanging in Parliament, some of them quite important. And uh, I think the NCOP is still still active and still working. But I think they'll all all go on recess by by the end of this week as 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 the the as the saying goes rob you know like when it comes to the the the, the public holiday that we have on the 16th that is officially when you can use this the, the south african season's greetings of thank you very much for your phone call we'll contact you again in january <laughs> indeed yes from the dead man's land between the 16th and the 3rd of january as usual yeah absolutely now rob we have had a busy year in Parliament. What would you say are some of the top five highlights of uh, things that have come before Parliament that uh, really affect the way that the country has been operating and which, uh, in, in which public participation has made uh, a big difference? I think the, there's been so many bills this, this year and so many amendments to legislation. But the most important, I think, were more than likely the uh, electoral amendment bill, which is still ongoing. And in fact, it's the, they've just extended the deadline for that to to the 27th of January after changes from, from the National Council of Provinces. Quite extensive changes. They're adding new clauses. And, of course, they have to get this, this bill ready for the 2024 elections. So they're on a tight deadline there. And, you know, that is quite an important one because it allows for independent candidates to run at a national level mm. and there are some problems with it because it places uh, or favors parties above candidates in a number of qualifying uh, uh, problems there but hopefully these amendments will will sort that out another one is the um, land court bill that was quite an important one as it proposed uh, changes in how how uh, land expropriation without compensation will be handled and and established a special court for for that. Uh, others were the protection of constitutional democracy against terrorist and related activities amendment bill that one massive mouthful we've reduced it now to the Pocktatara bill. Uh, that's also a very important one that uh, tries to stop South Africa from being grey-listed by the Financial Action Task Force by monitoring financial transactions through and uh, through South Africa, within South Africa, and establishing and strengthening uh, terrorist and related activities, uh, the definitions thereof, the charges associated to that, and, and so on. Quite a controversial bill, also still before the National Council of Provinces, and they will make a decision uh, probably uh, Tuesday or, or Wednesday this, this week. Uh, quite a few others uh, also related to Financial Action Task Force and uh, money laundering and so on. There's the Children's Amendment Bill, 
which was quite important. That's been going on for quite quite a while now, addressing how our uh, children in in foster care and uh, adopted children should be treated, or because there's been abuse in in certain institutions and the rights that children have to protect them from persecution and and so on. And I'd say there's quite a few others, all related to uh, financial uh, issues around around our state-owned entities, um, draft tax tax bills, and many others. Benji, there's about 50 bills, in fact, more than 50 bills, still in front of Parliament that that still have to be dealt with. So, no doubt, the next few months are going to be quite busy, especially when Parliament does return. I was going to say, you don't expect all those 50 bills to be ready by the end of the year, right? No, not not at all. Not at all. Some of them are are still on, on the cards. They're still open for comment, but they won't be finalized. Definitely not before the end of the year. And we'll continue throughout, probably throughout until uh, June next year. So in terms of the holidays, when when Parliament goes off on holiday, like what can we expect from them over this period? Is there anything that you have to like watch out for? Is there any kind of issues? Of course, it's been, is it a year, Rob, since the parliamentary building burnt down? I'm actually, I wonder if maybe is it, was it January? I'm not sure. Uh, but I, th- I feel like all of these things must be affecting how the, the systems are running. Yeah, we're lucky they've moved, moved mostly online now. They're conducting everything, all the meetings and committee meetings online. In fact, the public is, can join them as well. So parliament has been continuing. In, in the fashion that they have. And uh, there have been proposals to move uh, Parliament to Pretoria or Shwani. And uh, that is still on, on the go as well. There are still discussions around that. And I'm sure they'll they'll uh, refurbish the, the building and continue in Cape Town. Everything is there. Most of the political parties are there. Most of the members of Parliament do, do live in Cape Town in in parliamentary residence, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to move to move it to to Shwani. But you never know; these these things tend to take a very weird route when when you least expect it. There are uh, quite a few uh, uh, bills still open currently, and that will they will be open until the end of January. Some quite important ones as well, and the public can still comment on them. So and, let's uh, let's talk about those, Rob. Rob, because yeah. you know it is uh, it is holiday time. People have a bit of extra time if you want to uh, relax and do your civic duty. Uh, you can comment on on these bills. So, so what are the ones that people can actually comment on that 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 are before Parliament before the end of the year? I think the most important one is probably the electoral amendment bill, mm. the additional amendments to to that. Yeah, that that um, one because that one is an interesting one, Rob. Because there was basically just to give people some perspective, <clears throat> there were two, two sort of suggestions. The one was a very simple suggestion, which basically mirrors the way that we do elections at a local level. So you sort of vote for your local councillor, and then you vote for a PR councillor. They were going to kind of replicate that system uh, in 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 the parliament. Uh, and then there was another tremendously complicated one, which works on percentages and. Uh, and where the votes were coming from and districts and all sorts of things. Uh, and no one had ever used a system like this in the world. It's never been tested. And that's a, that's the one that they went for. Yeah, it is. Which is, it does place a, a, a rather, uh, well, it does actually raise quite a big problem because it does, does affect the ability of 
uh, independent candidates to raise enough votes or uh, signatures which which will allow them to to register as as a political candidate to challenge the challenge the elections uh, the the preference is is granted to political parties who only have to raise about a thousand and if they're already registered they don't have to raise any but a, a candidate has to raise about uh, I'm not quite sure of the actual figures, but it's tens of thousands compared to a political party and without the funds that a political party would have. And, so and, and that also, is what's under question here. And, and also, uh, if those, everyone understand, if the independent pe- uh, people don't make it over the threshold, then basically the, the parties benefit from those votes that sort of get reallocated into the system. So in effect, um, what some people have said is that you could have a situation where parties get below the threshold of 50%, but still uh, 50% say of the vote, but you but still actually get enough votes to, to be ahead, which is a, a kind of a crazy a, a crazy system. And of course, we have to have all of this done before the 2024 elections, well ahead. Yeah, well ahead. And it has to be done way before then as well, because the IEC obviously needs to realign their, their systems to to cope with uh, the these changes, which could be a, a major problem for, for the IEC, the, especially with such a complicated system going forward as far as seats are, are allocated to to each party and each individual. It's it's really quite quite a bizarre situation. And I think they've got a, a great job ahead of them to try and sort that out. We're it talking does seem to, uh, to take the easier route. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob, we'll, we'll, I want to talk more about it. We're just uh, uh, we take a quick break. Uh, we're talking to Rob Hutchinson today, and I am Benji Shulman on 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM. Sorry, Rob, I did interrupt you there for a moment, but I do think this discussion about the timeline is kind of important, uh, you know, mm. w- because... It's it's a kind of question about can we get the bill done so that the IC can make the changes or if Parliament can't get it done is it going to go back to the Constitutional Court because some people have accused Home Affairs and the and uh, the ruling party of of dragging its feet on this problem. They definitely have. Uh, I think the Concord has actually ruled that they have until the 31st of January now, given the given the new application by by a civil society group to to have this issue sorted out. But I don't think that will be enough time to to actually get it done so the the political parties will will delay the process obviously because it benefits benefits them in in the long run however it's going to take uh, considerable pressure from civil society groups and individuals to have these amendments properly addressed by by the national council of provinces and by national assembly it's interesting that you say that the National Council of Provinces has put in a number of amendments and said that things have to be changed. I mean, are, are they putting in positive stuff that's actually helpful, uh, that's going to keep the the generalist, uh, the the National Assembly sort of accountable? Yeah, they have actually. There's quite a few a few amendments and two brand new clauses which which do deal with uh, the the way the seats are allocated and the actions that an individual can can put forward, but. Uh, they are not quite there. The constitutionality of of the amendment bill, or the bill in, in itself, will will still be under scrutiny. Um, uh, I think a lot of civil society groups uh, have, have agreed that it's still unconstitutional, in that it doesn't treat every person fairly. And uh, what the constitution does say is that anybody can run for 
for even the highest office of of uh, the country and even for presidency. But uh, everything has to be equal and fair. And the bill seems to still be in favor of parties rather than individuals. Yeah, absolutely. It's something we're going to have to uh, look at. If, if people want to read the bill, want to have a look at uh, where they want to make a comment, Rob, how do they do that? They can go to uh, dsouthafrica.co.za. Uh, there's a great uh, campaign that's on the go there with all the information. There's a couple of videos, uh, the bill itself. And all you have to do is fill in the form, put in your name in, click send, and give a reason why. And it will do everything for you on the site. It's dsouthafrica.co.za. Well, there you go. That's Rob Hutchinson. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great uh, festive season, and we'll chat to you in the new year. Fantastic, Benji. And enjoy the break, too. Thank you so much.